Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Good afternoon. That's right. Mikey Christmas is in the big seat. Coming to you a little bit later, boys and girls. A little bit later. I got Ryan up there in the nest. Ryan, how are we doing today? In the nest. Excited to talk DC movie news with Mikey Christmas. Let's do it. There are some big things that happened this week. Some things that uh, we want to talk about. So we want to get a show out to you guys. So we're making it happen. A little bit later than our normal time at uh, 1 o'clock. We're at 2.30 right now because that's what fit our schedules. Because Roxy's off trying to think she can manage in the schmodown. We all know that. <laughs> That's a joke, so that's not going to happen. She's wasting a trip out to Atlanta. Uh, Adam's opened up restaurants all over this place, becoming a uh, you know worst master. He is already a worst master, and now he's uh, shout out pe- to Adam though. peddling his sausages everywhere for the for the for the masses. But congratulations, Adam! Gerber. I picture Adam at the top of a castle, like throwing sausages to people. You can eat sausage, and you know yeah, that's exactly. when I hear the term worst master. I mean, a big deal though. Like congratulations, huge deal. Huge I, I don't. Deal. I don't. I, I admire anyone that can start their own business and, and admire it immensely because it's not something that I would want to do. And that's the reason why he he cannot he's be not here. here so it's just me and Ryan holding it down. But we're here for you guys. I wasn't here last week. I felt bad about that because there's some great stuff we're going to kind of recover. Uh, but first off, right out the gate, I just got slapped in the face with this. Uh, Ryan was talking about it. I did see a little bit earlier today when I was at work. So the topic is Henry Cavill might play Wolverine in Captain Marvel Two. Wow. Uh, you say wow, I say BS. Uh, just because I saw, I go, I, my first thing to Ryan was like, who reported this? And then I look at the sites that are reporting it, and I'm like, nope, not going to happen. It's like we got covered in uh, a couple of the people out there. It's like when this other site runs it. It's movie web. It's mother of all nerds.com. Yeah. You know, you throw you throw a bigger, you're not a more reputable source, you, you know, at me or, or people that have sources that I would trust. I would believe it. I don't know. I mean, could Henry Cavill play Wolverine? Sure. He'd make a great Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine in Captain Marvel 2 seems like ridiculousness. I mean, when I hear stories about like like this, Ryan, I always look at the context. Now, you know, Marvel just got back the mutants. Um, Wolverine was their biggest success with Fox. That was You could argue that that is the character that's the biggest success. Mm. I don't think Marvel right out the gate is going to do Wolverine. I think they're going to slowly work back in mutants. I think Cyclops, who is one of the leaders of the X-Men, got kind of the short end of the stick with the whole Fox and their franchise. He was never the kind of leader he was supposed to be. I think um, I, I think we're going to – no, I, I do not think they would do Wolverine right out the bat like this. I don't. I yeah. mean, that's that's my thought. And, and then putting him with, with Captain Marvel eh. – doesn't really make sense to me. Um, yeah, it, it's an int- it's a weird intro to that character. Right. You don't expect yeah. him. I don't know if they would have Wolverine come in Captain Marvel. I would expect their own kind of like mutant movie or something right. of that of that sort. So it, it's a little suspect of a report. Right. But the idea yeah. that Henry Cavill might be in talks or might be taking meetings, I don't necessarily doubt. I you know I we we talked about this. Uh, Ryan and I were saying. I, uh, Cavill's done as Superman. He's done. You think so? Yeah, I think he's done. I, I think been pretty on point with the right. predictions lately. Well, all right. My predictions, you know, I don't I can't predict box office to save my life, but when I hear stuff like this, Cavill's done. You know, the only person I don't think that we don't know about yet that I don't think is done is Ezra Miller. And only reason I say this is because of they put him in the crisis film. Or the TV show. Mm. And it wasn't the TV people that wanted him. It was the film people that said, hey, can you put him in there? 
Yeah. I think they're still stuck with him. Not stuck with him. They want him. He's there. You know, he's not off making. You know, I mean, have a look at The Witcher. That just blew up. Got a second season. They're going to start going on second season of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're up. He's blowing up right now. He's yeah. out of work. So it's That's like all he... that does is jack up his price and his, you know, so he, you know, coming off Mission Impossible, uh, Fallout. Fallout. He was in a pretty position. That was where they were talk of his manager was saying he's not done this and that because he was now in a position to go. You know what? I got rave reviews in this film. I got t- destroyed in JL. I get this. This movie made you know X amount of dollars. Is like you got to start up in your price. I'm not. I'm not third fiddle to Batman and Wonder Woman anymore. And his people are probably like, you want him? Pay up. I mean, yeah. And that's what it is. And that's, that's, you, if, if, people, you know, they talk about that. That is the way that the industry works. And you don't want to believe it, but it does. You know, he's not hurting for franchises now. He's got The Witcher. Do you think the idea of, hey, I mean, Ben Affleck no longer our Batman. They right. casted Batman. However, yeah. they're keeping a lot of the, now they're not minor characters, but they're not as big as I hear you, I Batman. know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Like Wonder Woman was a massive success, so they're not getting rid of Gal. The, that, that whole talk of getting rid of her, that ain't happening anytime soon. Momoa's $1.7 billion Aquaman. He's not going anywhere. But with with Man of Steel, yeah, uh, I just it's it's weird because I just don't think he ever had that shot. He never did, and that's that, and that's the they don't realize is that people love him in the role. They're not saying he's terrible. They really wanted to see him with a director that they feel. I feel Cavill needed a director like Patty Jenkins and and, and Gal Gadot. Hmm. People were saying that Gal wasn't the strongest of actresses, but if you see her with Ga, uh, with Patty, you know she brings out something in her and. Um, I think Henry Cavill might be one of those actors that needs a director to kind of take the reins. Uh, and, and Zach is much more of a, I think, in the line of George Lucas where he's a visual storyteller and lets the actors do their thing. So if you get an actor like Ewan McGregor coming in on a Star Wars film, he doesn't need to be directed. He's going to give you a great performance. Um, I, I just see it's a missed opportunity, but at this point we need to move on from it. I think I think Man, I just, it's water under the bridge. I, I don't know the DC to me, has found its footing as far as, you know, not doing a one, two, and three film build to a fifth film. Um, they're just letting the filmmakers tell the stories they want to tell. So I mean, is there I any hope with this in that I feel like Cavill, you know, he put out that stuff on social media a few weeks ago. He even has, like, Superman memorabilia whenever he snowboards on his yeah. outfits. Do you think that this is different from Ben Affleck in that Ben Affleck kind of elected to step back from the role, whereas I feel like they're just not... They just don't have anything for him. I, I think that's the point. I think they don't know what they want to do with it. He might be like, hey, if you ever figure it out, call me. I'll do it. I mean, I think that could be exactly what it is. They couldn't get him for Shazam. No, so I, I just think, hey, you figure it out. If you want me, I'll be there. You're going to pay up for it, you know? They'll be there. I, I just, I think it's just really, it's sad because if, if this rumor is true, which we don't think it is, but if I don't it think is it true, is. Nope. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be, I'd be excited for him, but okay, I'd just yeah. be like, man, a little disappointed that DC just didn't recognize. Man, they got this talent here, right? And to see, you know, he had such a presence. But like, I, I look at, I look at him, and I look at Hugh Jackman, and I would see them together. They're very similar. Like, if you look at that, that picture of him shirtless in Man of Steel, like, they have a very similar body type. They want someone different. It, w- it would strike me as, like, okay, tall, good-looking. Jacked. Jacked guy. <laughs> like, I think, you know, Wolverine's known for being, like, five foot three or something. You know, I wouldn't be surprised in knowing Feige and how faithful he is to the characters if he either they do some kind of work with they did, like, John Rhys-Davies with Gimli and they shrank him down. 
I do, don't see them not trying something like that. Hmm. Uh, but to me, Cavill and Jackman, classically good-looking, leading men, chiseled. It's it, it's like right out of the same mold. So I'm like, I don't know if they do that. I don't think so. I don't. I, it's, a, it's a fair prediction. The, the, the one I like better, the, the rumor I heard, was Taron Egerton. For Wolverine? Yeah, I heard that rumor. And that I bought much more than I buy Henry Cavill. That is a... He's an incredibly talented actor. He's the kind of guy that probably could lose himself in the role, put on some muscle, but also has a much different look than Hugh Jackman, you I'm know, like, yeah, size-wise. and The size, thing yeah, is, is, I, it's big. I think they need to distinguish themselves, differentiate much, enough from Jackman. Much different. they got to do it. they got to – it's like Pattinson and Affleck. Those are two Zac. different people, man. They are two different distinct-looking guys. I'm into the Zac Efron pick, which is, again – I didn't mind guy. that either. I, I'm much more of a Zac Efron for Johnny Storm. He's, I think he's Johnny Storm to me. Uh, anyway, let's move on. Moving on. So here we go. Breaking down the Batman, uh, the Battinson, as we're calling it, costume. I was not here for the reveal last night. I'm loving this pic- this suit. I People are like, Mike, you, you love everything. And I was like, because I know the comic books. People are like, it looks like it's handmade. That's what it's supposed to be. It's his second year. Now, we talked about this. I wanted our this new Batman to be like mid-30s, late-30s. Been Batman for six, seven years, knowing what he's doing. This isn't the Batman we got. We're getting a Batman year two, you know. And what I love about this suit, when I see it, the more I see it, the more I love it. And again, this is a stunt suit. It doesn't fit as good as as it's going to fit on Pattinson. And the helmet, the ears look a little wobbly to me, but that's probably because they're rubber. And he, because if he falls off that thing, it's a helmet, you know. So he doesn't. They're not fiberglass or whatever it would be. Right. You know, I I don't think that's the final call. But what I love is if you look at the chest piece. In uh, the shoulders, that looks much more refined, like that he took time on it. And then, like, the arms look kind of pieced together. It looks like he's building the suit as he's going along. Like, the suit, you can see it has, like, the molded kind of to form abs, whereas his shoulders, it looks like he's got some kind of thing strapped over his suit. Right. It doesn't look, it looks like it's in progress. And I love that. Um, but then, one guy, they did a picture. I've seen this a couple different places. They took what they think are the inspirations. The cowl being from uh, Gotham by Gaslight, the Batman vs. Jack the Ripper story. Um, the, the, the chest was kind of Lee Bermejo's Noel, uh, Batman Noel uh, influence. It, for me, it strikes as zero year. That's a, a Scott Snyder. In a zero year. Greg Capullo with the motorcycle kind of, you know, and zero year is a, it's a weird. Way to say it sounds like it's before he was Batman, but it's actually Batman. And and if I'm God, if I'm remembering it correctly, there was an incident that kind of destroyed Gotham. In it, it kind of, God, I'm trying to remember it. It was was during, it apocalyptic at all? Yeah, it was very apocalyptic. But we had Gordon. He knew who Batman was. This was him kind of going back to basics. It was like Gotham was cut off from the world, from the United States for a little while, and like the city was overrun with like trees and weeds, and it was kind of like a no man's land. And so he kind of pieced all this suit together. So when they say zero year, it's Wish you have that image not so much of of um, like Batman before he was Batman. It was he was Batman already, and but it's a great run. And then they're saying the stuff on his arms look like the talons from the Court of Owls. What I see, and people have asked me, I think those things on his arms, a closer up shot I saw, they look like nozzles. So I think he shoots gas out of it. Like when he's fighting, he can shoot gas into someone's face or something Is that, uh, to is that... blind him or mace him or something. Oh, so gas. That's what I think. People are saying it looks like darts. I hope it's not darts because that is so trite to me. We've seen that in so many different movies where everyone's got the darts on their arm that they shoot. I hope that's not him. Uh, but it looks like gas to me. Like they're nozzles to shoot gas. What do you think of his arm? So you think that's his arm pieces, the things on his wrists? What uh, do you, 
There's, there's the there, on his um, forearm. There seems to be yeah. These, the, the, the str- these things, right? Yeah, I think those are gas shooters. And you're still under the belief that his chest piece is the pieces of the gun. Yeah, I think so. I love that. I, I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I think it fits. Um, the cowl is interesting. I remember in Dark Knight, what was so interesting about the ears is they use that for the sonar. Ability. Right. I, I wonder if they carry that over. The, they look just a little... Now, what I'm curious about are the goggles, because we've seen Pattinson in the costume reveal. He doesn't have them. Now, I have two thoughts. One, they slide down when he drives, you know, or two, it's just for this stunt scene so that the guy can see. Because it looked like it was raining and muddy and wet out there. And we saw the video of him falling on the bike because it was wet. Yeah. Are those just put in so he can see when he's driving? You know, motorcycle riders wear goggles. They wear glasses. They wear shields to cover their eyes. Right. Are these just for the stunt guy? Are they going to be removed digitally? or Because it doesn't look like it's not – I, I would think this kind of year two Batman, if he wore goggles to drive, he would have some kind of strap around them. Well, you were also not. I don't think you were on the week where we got. Oh no, no, you were when we, we got the the red video. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He didn't have the goggles. No, that's there. what I'm saying. He didn't have them there. So, do they slide down when he drives? I I'm of the mind that I think that they're just for the stunt guy. You think so? Because you didn't show him in the costume reveal. Right. I I, I think. I think it'd be different enough, though, if, if it wasn't. I but we know that his costume, especially the cowl, is very handmade with leather stitching. I don't think he'd put electronics in it. And, but maybe he does. Maybe it's the leather's pulled over on an electronic cowl. I don't know, guys. I think this is the best thing. What I love about this time of year in a Batman film uh, production is the speculation. I love – I get so creative. My, my personal – like I've been working on my new bat suits all week. I've been building bat belts and <laughs> you know, tearing my garage and my, my living room. I apologize to my girlfriend. She's been such a good sport. I've got bat belts and cowls all over my kitchen table because I get so creative and I love this process. I could be completely like I love the collar, the high collar. I love um, really awesome. I'm just sold on this 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 look. Uh, I would have loved a gray and blue. I really would have, but this is what we got, and and I'm I kind of on board, you know. And, and people are talking like the things, the scallops hanging off his things. They're like, oh, the blades look bendy. I was like, if you look at them, there's just straps that he pulled to put the gauntlet on, and it kind of formed the what we're used to with the kind of scalloped on his things. It's just the straps he pulled. So, you know. I don't know. I, anything else on that we want to talk about, Ryan? Because we, we can move on. We we can lot. Move, I think we can move on. But the last part, I'm just curious with the mic here. Is, What's that, buddy? You see, you see all these influences from the I comics. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero year. Do you think storyline-wise, seeing that, 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 that uh, those set photos, mm. that video was going to be in a graveyard site, do you th- does that relate to any I comics think, for you? No. Well, what, the big, they say the big influence right now is the long Halloween uh, the murder mystery, but I'm not going to post pictures of this. I think it's already been taken down. There was a set pick that was leaked. It was a murder victim. It and he. It seemed like he was in the same chair that Matt Reeves tweeted the clapboard of that big leather chair. But it was a dead body. Its face all wrapped up, like a blood across its mouth. It came up briefly online and then it was taken down. I didn't post it on my page because that kind of stuff I don't want to post. Right. Um, but apparently WB was on a Reddit thread and they went after it. But it looked creepy as hell, like terribly creepy. Like this is going to be a murder mystery, I think. Um, a real detective. Yeah, and if you guys are fans of Batman, there's a comic out now called The Batman's Grave. I think it's Grant Morrison, and I know it's Brian Hitch. It is Batman. If you want to see Batman as a detective, pick this comic book up because it's 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 fantastic and it's a murder mystery. This is him. I think you know we see these gothic sets, which I love. 
you know, that shot right there you're throwing up there. He, I mean, I to me, and I'm kind of, I'm in such a debate with people, like, do you think the capes can be added CGI? Uh, because with the Dark Knight, when he had the bat pod, they originally didn't have the cape, and they were going to have it in that backpack he wears, and it was going to fold out. But the stunt people said, no, I can ride the bike without the cape getting caught, and they tried it, and it didn't catch. So I'm curious if we're because it doesn't look, it does look in some of those set picks where the clasps where they would connect you know there's no cgi like little tracking dots that we've seen like affleck in his suit when he was on top of the car for suicide squad Hmm. so i kind of think he's not wearing a cape i mean i don't people think it's going to be added cgi i don't know i don't think it will because i don't see the tracking dots that villain you were describing or the the dead body does that remind you of any villain in particular uh what it reminds me of if you played the arkham games there's a, a side mission with professor pig where he's strung up these bodies all throughout Gotham, and you got to find them, and their faces are all destroyed and covered in bandages. But it's just a creepy Gotham thing to me. It, 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 it's not just a dead body. You know, it's, oh, this is a messed up victim that was tortured or something. So it fits Gotham to me. So it's, it's just a Gotham villain. Yeah. And what I love, I will say this. If you didn't notice on the, another, on the picture with his face, and the, people are saying that's like, oh, it's, that's like Affleck's chin. If you look closely, at first I thought it was mud on his face. But if you look, they're tracking dots. They're black dots all over his face. And so oh. clearly they're going to put Pattinson's face in there. For me, I thought it was like, oh, he's got a mole. He's got a couple of them. Oh, no, it's mud. And there's like, oh, wait, they're tracking dots. So he's got these black tracking dots a couple places on his jaw and chin. Right. So they're going to put in Pattinson's jaw with that. That's why I don't think there's going to be a cape because there's no tracking dots around his suit for the cape. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com fm to get started so much for tuning in each and every week to dc movie news um we love your support a lot of people eyeing just sharing their opinions on the suit we got ivan soto saying um you know like even the batwoman show right now has the white eyes and they look very cool so maybe those goggles could be in place for the white eyes sure absolutely um it depends on the material for the blue and gray for all we know if they're cgiing Battinson in under the chin. They could be doing different stuff to the suit, but as far as we know, it looks pretty black to me. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the suit is staying what it looks like right there. Yeah, a lot of people saying that the talons could look pretty. The talons on his uh, forearms look a little suspect. Okay. Um, a lot of people agreeing with you on the gas part. It looks like gas to me, and it's something we've never. I try and think of it as like, what have we not seen with Batman? Like we talked about, his his car is going to be a muscle car. We haven't seen that in these films yet, you know, or in Batman films live action. We haven't seen like a sports car, muscle car, Batmobile. So I think they're trying to do everything they can to differentiate this Batman from what's been before. I wouldn't be surprised if his grappling hook looks completely different. A lot of people saying that a no cape Batman could be really cool. Uh, It's not Batman to me. Yeah. There's certain things you got to have. You got to have the cowl. You've got to have ears. You got to have a cape. It's Batman. (laughs) There you go. I mean, Batman Beyond, even though he didn't have a cape, he did still get wings you know i don't know I, he's got a cape you i mean we it. saw it we saw it in the costume reveal when he's walking to the camera he we see the thing kind of coming at, so he's got a cape what anyway moving got? on uh this is real quick ben affleck says the door is closed on the batman and i put this ryan in the little category of no s <laughs> being pg here today no s dot 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 t he's done he's, he's done, done. 
He's given Pattinson a seal of approval. What I hate, and we, we've seen, I think you guys talked about it last week, is is we know he wanted to keep going, but you've if you look at him now in interviews for this, the way the was the it way the way back. back? Look how good he looks. He looks better. He doesn't look puffy. He doesn't look tired. He looks happy. Look at him and look at go back and watch like the Justice League and the BVS interviews. He looked sad awful. Flick. It was sad flick. And you could just tell. And I and I I, I hate that we deal with this because I, I sat here at this table for so many times and going, it's the fans that just destroy this guy. Like he didn't want to do a superhero movie. He didn't after Daredevil. He didn't want to go through that again. He said, and but they brought him back and he's like, you know what? This will be different. He comes back, and then right off the bat, they start on that. The, the fans go after him. The press go after him, you know, because it's not like that's the reason. And they said that. He said, I had a script for the Batman, and people said it was good, but I'm going to drink myself to death if I do it because the fans, and it sucks. But everyone, but now fans love him, and they want Batman, Batfleck. They hate pads, and they say he looks like crap, and his suit looks like crap, and they love Affleck now. I was like, yeah, six years ago, you didn't love him, and you attacked him, and you did the sad Affleck memes, and, and now we're here again. And you know, and I, I don't know if it's I, all I hate the, it. I don't and, know if it's all in the fans. I think well, a, a large portion, but I also think just maybe the, the film didn't perform as well as he thought it, it would. I think there were some things behind but, the scenes right, and personal. Like, it came out at a time, Marvel was at the height, height. You know, Civil War just came out. Spider-Man's introduced the Marvel Universe. They were firing on all cylinders, and it just was guns blazing against BVS and tearing it apart. You know, and, and and it's he took the brunt of it. He really did, and and, and his fo- his personal life was falling apart. It just sucked for that guy. It did, you know, suck. and you could see it going on. You could see it, you know, and 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 and, and what he, they went through, and uh, no crap, he's done. Um, I, I also think you that know, just sucks. In in a few interviews, we talked about this a little last week in an Esquire interview. He's been doing a ton of press for the way back, so we right. were talking about this, and he just said, you know, he wasn't in a point in his life. Uh, he was in a point in his life where these types of movies just didn't mean what they had always meant to him. I mean, this is a guy right. who has a bat cave on in his house. Like, yeah. he ha- he's a massive fan, and this it just so happens, you know, he was going through some personal stuff. I think he's yeah. moved on. He yeah. jokingly even said today, I was just seeing this in an article, that he would be, again, joking, down to come back in 20 years and maybe even do uh, the Dark, the Dark Knight. Knight Returns. Uh, there you again, go. Fan with open arms over here See, for me. See, now, it's funny because people want Michael Keaton for that. Like and I, I think that would be awesome as well. I think Affleck has the look and the build to do the Dark Knight Returns Batman. Um, you know, we're at the point like Keaton's there right now. Keaton's there right now, and I don't think we're gonna get that from him. Uh, he's over in Marvel right now. I don't think it would be. Cool. I, I don't think the the the. The people at WB are thinking that right it's now. It's tough because it's it's all this. It's the franchise. It's your now. I'll say this, Ryan. I want Michael Keaton to do Batman Beyond. Oh, really? I would love that. Put him with like a you know a younger actor, and I would love Ben Affleck to be the um, uh, Dark Knight Returns Batman. Yeah. They they he just looks like the bigger version but it's, you know, it's entanglement me. in the franchise and and they're trying to keep some continuity right but also I recasting i think uh yeah. it's just they're they're following what's working right now and they're kind of abandoning what didn't yeah and hey they gotta move forward all right so next up we got the suicide squad star nathan fillion explains why he joined the world of dc uh they report basically essentially james gunn was one of his good friends uh he's one of the people in life he says that when he calls i pick up the phone i say yes whatever you want you got it. Uh, they did a film called Slither together years ago. I think it was like I don't know, 2006 or so, right. uh, or seven. 
uh, horror film, great film. I think Elizabeth Banks was in that as well. So, you know, he shows up, you know, your friend calls and he shows up and, and there he is and he'll do anything for this guy. So I think that's a great friendship they have. He says James is an amazing storyteller. The guy understands story and he loves to tell story. So when he says something he's got some fun to do, you know, it's going to be satisfying. So, and I mean, Mike, you're, yeah, in this, you're in this world. You report everything. I try. Comic book geek. Uh, this is a guy who is just beloved by fandom. He is. And I'll say this because I had a I did not work with him on Castle uh, when I was on it. Uh, but he went out of his way to treat me so good on that couple, you know, little little bit that I was there. Uh, such a good guy. Just everything that you hear about him on set. He was just a delight to, to hang out with for a little bit that I got to work with him. That's so uh, good to hear. To talk to him in, on that day. And, and um, I mean, his... Yeah, he's I, just such a good guy. And I know people that know him much better. Um, they actually here in Los Angeles and hang out with him. And they say that. He is who he is on screen, who you think he is that person in real life. Do you think the... The fact that fans have just been clamoring for him to get in a comic book film in general over the past few years, and I know with Guardians of the Galaxy two, he pl- or Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy one, right. he just played a small character CGI. You couldn't even see his right. face on yep. screen. Yeah, he's just a How voice. How excited do you think Pete, this is going to make? I don't know. I think because he's. I don't think he's going to be on any of the publicity for this film. No, I don't think so because I, I don't think so. I think he dies very early. Uh, oh I think he's one of those guys that's going to die spectacularly at the beginning. I think we're we've seen so many different versions of cast for this film. Uh, like we saw that picture of all those all those spectacular costumes that the guy like the white long hair, right. and you're like, oh, they're all dying early. And then Idris Elba and his group are going to come back and you know be the front runners. You're going to see Idris Elba on the cover, uh, Margot Robbie, you know, right. Those people they're going to be on the, the posters. I don't think Nathan Fillion will, but they might do what they did with the Suicide Squad, the first one, and. Each individual posters and stuff. So I don't know. I could be again. Could be wrong. I'm speculating, guys and girls. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I think it's going to just make a lot of Castle fans fans. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Happy to see him in the movie. I bet we get him a little bit. But you're going to be pissed off that. if you see him for the first scene and he's dead. <laughs> I don't People think will be pissed happen. off. I think he's going to be in more of it than you think. Uh, we'll find out. All right, you gonna take bets against me on this one, Ryan. I would, you know what? Yes. I'm saying he's dying in the first 20 minutes. <sighs> oh, I got I got an hour and a half. Okay. So we b- we both agree he dies. Yeah, we both agree. He's I'm done. saying he's done. I would even say if they have a pre-credit sequence, he's done in the pre-credits. He's they, done. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, what's the next story? Mike? Uh, what do we got? David Damascus. Dismashlian. Dismashlian raps production on the Suicide Squad, also known as the Polka Dot Man. Right. Uh, Roxy knows him quite well. Yes, uh, and I mean he was also in Dark Knight. Yeah, he was uh, Richard Schiff or Thomas Schiff. Thomas Schiff. Thomas Schiff in in Dark Knight. Um, he was on the TV show MacGyver. He, he's uh, on Ant Man. He's um, uh, I should know his name. Is it Kurt? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's part of the, the trio with uh, Lewis and um, Dave. Uh, Kurt. He's the from XCon, the bad guy, the the uh, security group in Ant Man. Right. Uh, Babiega. You talk about Babiega. Uh, that's my Russian version. It, it of sounds him. like they're really making headway filming this. But he's he seems like he's a big part of it because that was that shot they had of him, Edris Elba, looked like Ratcatcher and Harley Quinn on set down in was it Panama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was his last couple days. He wrapped on that. Uh, and I think you know, there's a ton of stories we have here with, with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, there's a lot kind of wrapped into this. Just going in with you know, it seems like the actors are just having an incredible time on set. Nothing but positive news, yep. and also that James Gunn. You know, I have a feeling that they're getting close to wrapping production because he's even. They're wrapping. They're starting to wrap the cast, the, the characters up. Like every, every, it seems like every couple of days, someone's like, "Hey, so and so wrapped." So, it's one by one, right? Uh, we just had 
was it James uh, Steve Aggie? Steve Aggie. His character had a they had a birthday post about him. Um, he was a ravager in Guardians Two, and now the rumor is that he's King Shark. But then someone, and I think it was Gunn himself, kind of tweeted out like, "Not playing who you think he's playing," because he's been on set with like a gray mocap suit, and he kind of has this like light ring around his face. Really curious. So I'm like, does that you know would that create the jaw of King Shark? Who are you thinking? I thought King Shark. I you know we've already seen Killer Croc, and I'm I I thought King Shark. I don't know if they're doing a misdirect to kind of throw us off. Uh, I, I don't know. Misdirect. Don't know, buddy. I have no clue on that one. All right. What else? Uh, we got? Uh, this is kind of sad. Um, James Gunn shut down production to say goodbye to his dog. This yeah, sucks. This really sucks. Uh, they talk about how he had done a post about how everyone at WB uh, they they realized that the, the amount of money that would cost to shut down the production for the weekend. His dog, I guess, was dying or has was going to pass away, and they shut this down so he could go be with the dog. What's interesting? Man, that yeah, sucks. And I mean, that really sucks. What's What's interesting Christ. about this story, though, is the fact that I think they just, just speaking to on a studio monetary side of this, it's it's a lot to shut down production. That, that's right. No, that's no small feat. That's no like, all no. right, we're off today. That's a, that's a lot of money. Right. I think the fact they must have so much confidence in this film and that and him helming it that he has it so under control that they were like, yeah, we'd we'd rather have our director right. in a proper state of mind or handle right. a tragedy like this. Then force him through something just to, to save money. I, yeah. I think it, yeah. it, it sucks all around, but I, I, I also do think that that is a sign that this movie is in really good hands. Yeah, they they love James Gunn. They gave him. He said, didn't he say like he had his pick of who they wanted, uh, uh, what he wanted to do at DC, and there were three properties, and he yeah, this was one of this them. This was the one. And even you says, know, it's interesting because people are saying that this is the foam that's it's going to be interesting to see with the the fallout of Birds of Prey, which I saw recently. They're saying it's going to end its run like around two twenty two fifty. I know. Holy crap! It's... I mean, it made its budget back. You know, I think it, it'll be in the black if that's what the t- term is that it made some money. Mm-hmm. Not much, but uh, again, it's still befuddled at that. I don't know how. I don't know what happened with that. How people that... gotta go see it. Keep. Go- I mean, still in theaters. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, J- Jeffrey Wright teased his Jim Gordon prep. He had posted a picture of it looked like an omnibus of one of the great uh, runs of the comics. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the picture here for you guys. And he's just right talking on set. Here he is. Yeah, there it is. The the Golden Age Batman Volume One. Background reads for the culture in the beginning. He tweets out. I don't remember if Gordon came in that early. I'm reading this great Batman, the collective history book that came out back in October right now. And they talk kind of decade by decade what happened with Batman. And I don't think Gordon – I'm not a big Golden Age fan of the comics. I'm not. The Golden Age, the Silver Age uh, – I got into it more with the – the. I guess they call it the Modern Age in the 80s was when I started reading comics. Um, I, did, I did like the 70s, the Bronze Age stuff. Uh, it was really cool. But for this this early stuff for me, it was never, never a fan of it. Um, yeah, you put it on Instagram and it looks like it yeah. was – it looks like it's a Golden Age Volume One. Right. Um, these are these collected editions that they release every now and then. It, yeah, it just looks like they're they're going with different directions for this Batman as they should because right. we need something a little bit new. And I I think it's really I'm so psyched to see Jeffrey Wright in this role. He's his again. It's a completely also. different take on the character. You know of what we're used to with Gordon. And I think that's uh, what you need to do. You do. You 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 know they they went the classic J.K. Simmons with the the mustache and the trench coat and the hat. I think this is going to be a completely different take on him. And you need to do that. You need to, you know, separate. But Jeffrey Wright is such a good actor. You know, if you're yeah. going to do different, do it different like that way. Go big. 
All right. Go big or go home. Go big or go home. Uh, the Joker actor in Birds of Prey was revealed. This is I read this recently. He's a he's a goth rocker, right? No, Johnny Goth is his name. Yeah, California-based musician was the stand-in for the Joker. And we saw some set photos where it looked right. like there was a Jared yeah. And he had said, I remember reading this. He said they he had a friend had put him in touch. They were needing someone to do this. They needed to fit the size, and they needed to fit in Jared Leto's clothing. Yeah, because they use the same outfit, and this guy fit the bill. The musician out of California named Johnny Goth. Johnny Goth. And there he is having was he having some ramen noodles on set? Um, ramen. Some kind of some kind of Asian food there in the box. Some kind of Asian. Food. Well, did you know that those boxes, uh, Chinese takeout, they're designed so that you unfold them and it's a plate. I actually did not know that. Those little white boxes of Chinese food when you get those, they're designed so you unfold them and it's the plate. Learn something new every day. That is a major takeaway. I'm telling you, there you go. You learn educational on DC Movie News just for you guys. Ding. Yep. I don't know, but that's a big play with the brown ones, but I think that's because it's recycled material. And I I think they just wanted to, they ended up cutting out the character entirely. Whether stand-in or not, he was... Well, he was in there. We saw him. We saw the the highlight of it. Yeah, no, I don't think he was going to have any lines. I think... He was a stand-in. He was being used for shots from behind, over the shoulder, like that when they're tattooing that one guy's face. The Joker was there. Joker was there. Just he wasn't going to do anything major. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. TV time. Got a couple quick bits. We're going to play the song. We're going to play it. Let's play not even the here, song. Even though she's not here. Roxy being terrible in it's Atlanta. <laughs> Talk about Roxy during the song. Roxy thinks her team sucks. <laughs> she can't manage to damn. <laughs> TV oh, Roxy. Oh, Roxy. We miss, you. <laughs> we miss you, Roxy. Have fun not winning in Atlanta. Speaking of Harley Quinn. Anyway, uh, Alfred Pennyworth Season 2 on Epics adds five cast members. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Oh, James Purfoy. I like him. Edward Hogue and Jesse Romero are joining the cast for the season. Uh, also note that Ramon... Tickleram and Harriet Slater have been elevated to series regulars. Did you watch any of Pennyworth? Didn't watch it at all. I watched a considerable amount of it. I also produced the after show here. We had a few members of the cast come into oh. studio or, or Skype in just to talk about nice. it. Nice. And also uh, for Comic-Con this past year, I actually went to the Pennyworth Experience, which was You super... did. Yes, you told us about that. Yes, oh, you did. so cool. So well produced. Um, this show is getting, I'm shocked because it's on epics and epics. I just feel like is that premium channel that barely no one has. That's what I'm saying. Like I want to watch it, but I'm like epics. I don't even know what else epics has. Right. Like put this, why throw this into DC universe? Why? Why on epics? I completely agree with you. Throw it on DC universe. I'm loving DC universe. I still, the comics I'm reading on that damn app. It's worth it alone. I'm shocked. The comics. I'm shocked this show even exists still because it's so well made. That's what I'm saying. Like the pilot was great. It was great. Put this on a network that people know. It deserves a lot more love. I'm, I'm psyched that they're getting a season two because I know that they were a little... Yeah, uh, they that's great. about it. But yeah, really cool that they're getting season two. I bet they're just going to keep doubling down. Um, hopefully they do expand it beyond Epics and we get it maybe on HBO Max. I yeah. think that'd be a really great Something. move for them because more people will tune into this. Yeah, it's, it's getting great reviews. The pilot was awesome. It's Put HBO it on a show quality. that we can watch it. Everyone loved watching. They're creating, they create this great '60s England. It's kind of like a a DC version of the '60s England. I love that. I love it. It's really cool. So yeah. check out Pennyworth. Congrats so, on the people getting raised. Yeah, up. good for them. That's fantastic. Final bit of news, guys. Alf- Spider-Man 2's Alfred Molina cast as Mr. Freeze in the Harlequin cartoon. Uh, do you watch this cartoon? I've seen the first three. Dude, it's. I didn't know what to expect with this thing because I've been on a Batman the Animated Series kick, so I've been going back and rewatching this. I'm tuning into Harley Quinn. That show is R-rated, like, 
There was a line, and I don't know. Did we see the trailer for the second season where there's like this giant guy and Poison Ivy's like, I wonder how big is. Yeah. Holy it's, Jesus. It's, it's the, the hardest I'm, R. And I'm so loving funny. it. Like, and really clever. Like, the comedy. Oh, man. Like, Joker's like, I want my electric car, Batman. And you know, like, they, they got they all go the, there. They made this whole second season. They, they recorded all the voice acting. Um, and they yeah. just want to see how the first season would perform. It performed so well. They're going into two. And again, it's one of those things I think people have given up on the DC app from what I'm hearing the universe because we're in this nebulous. We don't know if it's going to HBO Max because a lot of people don't know that HBO Max is not just HBO. It's like the Warner Brothers films and stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. So I'm just kind of like – it is a – they launched that app, DC Universe, and I give them credit for launching it before they even had content for it. And then the content came. The content – Titans 2, Season 2 was great. Doom Patrol people loved. Swamp Thing people loved. This they loved. So everything that's come out on this either got – was okay like titans and got better or started great so it's like this stuff is great it's just the platform itself it's still not available and people are telling me on twitter today it's not available in canada it's not available in england and i I, guys to you all i say is this i just think wdc is part of wb and they own hbo and all that you know we've seen it with Watchmen. i think this dc universe app is going to get folded into hbo max somehow because how do you sell, hey, we've got an app that has all the 25,000 comic books to people that want HBO and HBO Max. It's, it's two different things. Right. Like, like Disney Plus, you rave, I rave about it, but well, everyone, everyone's saying it's like, wow, I watch The Mandalorian. I don't really watch anything else. And they don't have the Marvel Comics on that app. You know, they don't have Marvel Universe or Marvel Unlimited, whatever. It's their, their subscription service. So it's like the DC Universe is this weird thing, and, and I, I want them to find a way to combine that with the HBO, get it all out there with all the Warner Brothers stuff. But still, you got to keep this comic book. 25,000 comics, it's, it's insane to and me. And the quality is so high. Yeah. That's the other thing. I think it's a weird – I think the people that own DC Universe and they're working on it are like, Jesus, we've got this great thing. Yeah. Our platform's not working. We've got to, we got to get it out. There's something's got to change. Something's got to change. Gotta some, they got to fix dynamic. something. They got to change it up. But yeah, Harley Quinn is that's worth a, oh DC my god. Alone. That show is so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh, the funniest show of last year. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, that's it. We covered it, Ryan. We did it. We did it, guys. Thank you for joining us for this quick little show. Hopefully, we'll be back full strength next week. At, uh, Roxy Stryer, you can find her at Roxy Stryer, right? Adam, yes, you can find her at Roxy Stryer. Adam Gertler, you can find at Adam, Adam Gertler. Gertler. Ryan, you can find me at Ryan Nilsson, R Y N I L S E N. I'm at Mike Kalinowski. Reach out to us, Twitter, Instagram. Ask us questions. Let's talk DC throughout the week, so we can have a bigger show next week. I'll hopefully be back. Ryan will be here as always. Hopefully, these guys will join us. It'll be DC news. We'll see what happens next week, guys. I'm out. I don't guys. That's it. We're out. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.